0: Welcome to our Hakel podcast, episode 26 in the series Classic Take, where we will take a classic topic of Mashiach and dig into it a little bit further. This shir is dedicated to the nishmas, Yeshua, Mechol, Ben Zev, Arye. The question is, what will be Mashiach's cure for memory loss? So we know that uh, we're looking forward to the coming of Mashiach for many, many different reasons. Our sages and prophets have anticipated the days of Mashiach because of the great flood of knowledge that will be available in those days. We will have the ability, we will will have time full, all our time will be set aside, devoted fully to be able to acquire the wisdom of Torah. And besides the fact I'll have enough time, we'll be able to dedicate full time to learn Torah, the Rambam also describes in Ilchus Shuvah, knowledge and wisdom, and the truth will increase. And this is primarily due to the teachings of Mashiach himself, who will teach the Torah and will teach even the nations of the world how to serve Hashem. Mashiach will bring the knowledge and learning of Torah to a whole new dimension. And one of the issues that we have nowadays is that when we learn Torah, we constantly forget it. It might not be necessarily the worst thing, at least from one perspective, because it actually says that because we forget Torah, therefore we have to continuously review it. So it's a way of making sure we continuously learn that it has its benefits Nevertheless, essentially, as we'll see, it's not the optimal way of learning, and when Mashiach will come, we will not forget the Torah that we learned. The question is, how and why? So let's first discuss a little bit about the importance of, uh, or the great level of Torah knowledge that will be in the days of Mashiach. What's so great about learning of Torah in the future? Baruch Hashem. Today, we are able to sit and learn Torah and peace and security in most places in the world. We have availability today. We have full of Svadim today. There's engines, there's hard drives. You could even argue that historically um, there has never been a time that Torah has been so available than it is today. Today we have access to manuscripts from previous generations and so on and so forth. So on one hand, obviously our level of Torah knowledge can't compare to the sages of the Mishnah, the Gemara, the Ko'inim, Rishonim, even the Akhreinim, but on the other hand, the learning of Torah today is, Baruch Hashem, very widespread. Nevertheless, our sages tell us that the Torah that a person learns in this world is hevelhi. It's a little difficult how to translate the word Hevel, but it literally means it's like nothing, it's like ear, compared to the Torah of Mashiach. And one of the primary reasons the Medrish actually says is because the Torah of Mashiach will be something that man will not forget. The Medrash says, that the uh, Torah that a person learns in this world is Hevel, is is nothing compared to the Torah of Mashiach, because in this world, or more precisely, it says, it's nothing compared to the Torah of the future world to come, because in this world, a person learns Torah and he forgets, but in the future, it says, it says, that Hashem will place His Torah within the Jewish people. So let us first understand, first of all, what is going to be so unique about the future learning of Torah. There are many, many dimensions here, just to give a little bit of a general overview. First of all, even regarding the Torah that we have now, without discussing the deeper dimensions of Torah that will be revealed in the future, the Torah that we have now, despite all the dedication and availability that we have we're able to dedicate time and availability we have today to learn Toyota. We have recordings and shiurim galore and the search engines, dialogue them, ISIS, all different types of technologies. At the end of the day, our learning Toyota is very deficient. And the reason is, first of all, to we'll start with some basic points. First of all, the um, fact that we have day-to-day bothers is very few people that have no worries on their head. The fact that we have day to day bothers, the fact even that a Jew is in Goulas and he might everything in his life might be perfectly fine, but the fact that he knows there's other Jewish people worrying, is suffering, and going through hardships causes him mental anguish. And we know that in order to be able to fully absorb Torah, a person has to be worry free and distraction free. The Gemara says Abaye, the famous sage Abaye was a orphan. He had a caretaker, a nanny, a woman that took care of him. Abayi said, if my nanny would have asked me to pass her a kutach, a dip, you know, just to do a slight, you know, job at the tables, so, you know, just to help out a little bit, he would not have been able to have learned Torah as he had he actually had. Because even a slight distraction takes away from a person's ability to, com- to really immerse himself and really, you know, get absorbed the full breadth and depth of Torah. We have the Gemara Megillah, for example, also discusses when Achashverosh got angry at Vashti for not coming to his party. So he called the Sanhedrin. He asked them, "How should I judge this case?" So the Sanhedrin had to be very careful to be diplomatically correct. If they say negative thing about Vashti, then Achashverosh could get angry for them. If they say positive about Vashti, Achashverosh could get angry at them for not, uh, you know. Uh, standing up for Racha honor, the Vashi didn't listen to them. they were caught between the lion and the lioness, so they decided to stay safe, so they said, you know what, it's from the day that we've been exiled from our land, we're not able to really, you know, think clearly, you know we've gone through troubles, we can't think clearly, we cannot rule this case, we should maybe go to other people. To other nations who've you know, never been sent into exile, they are able to think straight. They're able to think through the circumstances and give a proper verdict. So the fact that a person is has anguish, physical anguish, mental anguish, emotional anguish, that obviously has a strong impact on his ability to really absorb and to take in the information and to thoroughly think it through and absorb it and understand it. So that's even the Torah that we have today, just the ability to be able to, even if we had our intellect was fully capable of understanding everything, but the fact that we have disturbances makes it very hard to be able to absorb the Torah properly. Um, In addition to that, there is the main issue of learning Torah today, which will be different in the future, is not only that we'll have the availability and we'll have a great teacher like Mashiach teaching us the deeper meanings of Torah, which this is obviously the ultimate um, reason why the learning of Torah will be so great, but even the learning of Torah that we have now, the Nigla, the Torah, the Gemara, the Mishnah, the main mode of learning Torah today is very much categorized as identified with the idea of pilpul. In other words, the people learn. Primarily Talmud Bavali, even Talmud Yerushalmi has a little bit of Pilpul. But the whole mode of learning today is where one is deducting, he's deducing things by by Pilpul, which means the Gemara asks a question in order to figure out the answer. We're going to compare this text against that text and see all the similarities and dissimilarities between one case and another case. And uh, sometimes we have to go through a whole process of eliminating different possible meanings or interpretations or propositions until we reach a final conclusion. And we have a very simple marshal that's brought in, in the to highlight this point. Imagine a guy is locked in a room and uh, he's trying to find a door and the, he has no way of turning on the light. So he starts tapping around with his hand. It's pitch, back, it's pitch dark and he sees something that the square maybe looks a little bit like an opening and he realizes that it's a window it's not the door he keeps on slowly tapping and tapping until he reaches another part of the room which this time it looks like a door it even has a handle he turns it open it opens up but no it's not the door to go out of the room it's a closet and then he's keeping on going from place to place until he finally reaches the door there's a whole process of elimination he has to go from place to place trying to figure out, is this the door, is it just a window, is it a door to the closet, until he finally is able to conclude by the process of elimination that this must be, the door is able to open it up and go out. So he finally reached his conclusion by what? By going through this whole process of, you know, tapping in the dark. But what happens if the light is switched on? Then in one second, in one instant, he doesn't even have to look anywhere else. He just directly looks ahead. He sees the door. He walks out and he leaves. Similarly, it says that the Torah, Teyre, Torah's light, the optimal way of learning Torah, the way it would have been if not for the sin of the tree of knowledge, if not for the sin of the golden calf, is uh, and if not for the future sins of the Jewish people, is that Torah was ideally meant to be very clear. We're supposed to look at a passage of Torah and automatically be able to identify, to see its meaning. However, now, the, particularly as the generations progressed, and our divine sensitivity and awareness and knowledge is greatly diminished, so our learning is in a way, as the Pesach says, <machshakem hayshivani> The which the Gemara interprets as referring to Talmud Bavl, that we are put in the dark, we being, we were sat, we're sitting in the dark and we're groping with the dark trying to find our way out, which is the whole idea of pilpult. There's this, that, even today in, my, in, in later generation, later generations, as we try to come to a halachic conclusion, what we do is we bring all previous sources, whatever it might be, and we say that if we have here a new question which was not discussed in those sources, and if we were to say that this should be the proper way of looking at it, then... How would it fit with that thesis? And then we say, maybe it would fit, maybe it wouldn't fit. It's all based on a deducing the dump from one thing from the next. It's not, we don't see the, the thing clearly, directly. There's a lot of shackle of a, tie, a lot of back and forth, which is primarily directed that there's questions, there's, there's cushier amino, there's contradictions and questions. And we spend a lot of time trying to, you know, Settle all the disputes. Try to answer all the questions, and there's many different types of answers. We have to figure out which answer we should abide by, and this is a very lengthy process. There is an advantage in this process. this speaks a lot about the Oir the, the the great spiritual light that comes specifically when a person has to toil to reach the the bottom the bottom line, the inner meaning of what's going on. But uh, that is uh, that is an advantage, but nevertheless, it's uh, the the uh, optimal way of learning in and its, in its, uh, of itself is when you don't have all this and this whole back and forth. So therefore, when a person learns Toyota, there's a lot of, Toyota itself is full of difficulty. It's also hard for a person, forget besides the fact that in Toyota itself, the mode of learning, there's so many different opinions and interpretations, and there's always the questions and the answers and the different ways of the different chilukim, different how, different ways how you could distinguish from one case to the other case, and there's so much, so much to delve into and to be to try to figure out. Additionally, from the person's perspective, he sometimes forget about the issues, the questions that are in Torah. He person, he has a person is just trying to wrap his head around the Tosus, trying to figure out what the Gemara is saying, and he has it's hard for him to understand that because. You know, it's, it's, he just has to really work hard. There's you know, the fact that the human intellect should grasp all this back and forth and be able to, on his own, you know, even if everything would be fully clear within the Torah itself, but he has his own shortcomings of his own understanding and it's very hard. There's a lot of toil that he has to put in to be able to, on his own, really understand what is being said. So this is the primary difficulty or makes learning Torah so Require so much gear, so much toil, which obviously is po- is a positive thing, but essentially it's it, it means that the Torah, the way we have it today, is one which is not illuminated in a clear light. There, there's so many, there's a lot of back and forth. Now, the reason for the truth is that the reason for this Chassidus discusses is because the, 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 the there is as the way Chassidus puts it, there is the avoid of when we learn Torah today. There are a lot of concealments on the light of Torah, which means, just like in the Gemara, in order to get to a bottom line, you have to go through all these questions and answers. The light of Torah is not directly shining in the world. You have all these concealments, these, so to say, these, these blockages. is because there's a klipa, there's a shell, there is a, a force, which is, so to say, concealing Torah. And therefore, in order to get to the Torah, it's required both that within Torah itself, a person has to really... Dig deep and try to figure out the different opinions and exactly what the Allah follows. And then within the person himself, he has to really work out, work hard on himself that he should be able to grasp and understand, because there's a klipt, there's a shell, there's a concealment, which is not allowing the Torah to be openly understood and revealed. And a person has to, as the Altreb discusses in Tani, get us a Simun Simuchavov, a person through learning is he's breaking the klipa. as all famously said, that a person has to like crack the nut open to take away the shell, the concealment, which requires much effort both from the person on his own to put you know a lot of work on it that he should understand and also within Torah itself. So to say there is a concealment that is blocking the light of Torah to be fully understood and the person has to Make pilpul and you know compare one case to the next until he reaches a final conclusion. This is also the root cause. So this explains, as Atreb explains in the Gedarsa Kodesh and also in in uh, in, in Tanya Peraklamet Zion, This is also the root cause for forgetfulness of Torah, because there is this concealment of Torah. Therefore, in addition to the fact that it's hard to figure out the meaning of Torah, there's also forgetfulness. Torah is not one with a person. Make things very simple. A person doesn't have to work hard to remember to eat breakfast, to remember where he lives. You know, he doesn't, Nor does he have to toil very hard to develop a taste for his food. This comes natural to him. This is who he is. So in the future, when Toyota will become internalized within the person, there won't be any forgetfulness. You'll see the light of Toyota. You'll see how Toyota is coming from the Abish. You'll see the light of Toyota, the shell, the klipa, the, the, the animal soul. Within the person, which blocks, makes it hard for him to fully grasp the light of Torah, the understanding of Torah, and also the ruach haTumah, this, this spirit of impurity in the world itself, which is blocking the light of Torah to become revealed in the world as a whole will be removed. So therefore, there will be no blockage. As a person will look at Torah, it'll be like the light turned on, he'll see right away the meaning. He won't have to break open the shell to get to it. Furthermore, he will he will remember will become completely part of him will become just like he doesn't have to be reminded you know where he lives or what that he has to eat breakfast so too he won't have to be reminded what Tehra says when Tehra becomes internalized engraved in our hearts it won't be any forgetfulness forgetfulness today comes from this concealment this shell which makes it very hard to learn Tehra and even after you to understand, understood Tehra it's not really one with you and there's you have to repeat, and there's a whole there's a mitzvah to make sure to repeat Torah in a way that you should remember, as al discusses in the laws of Vilchas Talmud Torah. So this is, the, the, this is why when we speak about the fact that in the future we will not forget the Torah, it's not just a technical thing we'll forget, we won't, We, we I'm sorry, that in the future we won't forget the Torah, it's not just a trivial thing that we won't forget it. It represents a very fundamental switch fundamental change of the aspect of learning Toyota. Toyota that we have today, there's concealments, there's questions, there's things that remain unanswered, things that remain still in doubt. There's a lot of pilpul that's required, the back and forth of learning that's required to get to the bottom of things. When Moshiach will come, that will drastically change. And therefore, we will be able to understand Toyota right away. There will still be pilpul, actually, but the pilpul that will be in the future is actually a very healthy type of pilpul. Pilpul means it can have somebody that he knows everything, and he's not doesn't have any questions, but he's just trying to dig further and further. He could understand it this way, he could understand it that way. But it's not that he's not that he's stuck. He's stuck in the dark, and he's trying to figure out the meaning, and he's trying to deduce things through pilpul. When everything is clear, Moshe Rabbeinu had pilpul. He had great him that you know knew the whole Torah and there was always room to dig more and more because there's so many different interpretations to the title. there's always room to go deeper and deeper and deeper, but this is not done in a way where a person is like stuck, there's a concealment, He's, this type of pill was not primarily to remove contradictions or to remove you know, improper interpretations, but it's more to just go deeper and deeper just like you can go deeper in anything and in a positive way, not that there's any, any questions or things that are obscuring the proper understanding of the knowledge of Torah. So this is why the, when we speak about the, the future of Torah, we say why it's so significant, the fact, I mean, besides the many other things that will they, be revealed, the previous of Torah and so on and so forth, this is why we we, we highlight the fact that we'll, we will remember what the Torah that we learn. And the Medrash speaks about this in a few places. It says that when Hashem spoke to the Jewish people by Har Sinai. When they heard the Ten Commandments from Hashem, they didn't forget it. When they asked Moshe Rabbeinu, that the Jewish people were afraid to hear the Torah directly from Hashem, they asked Moshe Rabbeinu to be the go in between. So uh, they started. They since they learned from Moshe Rabbeinu, they first started forgetting because by learning from Hashem, who lives forever, they're not going to forget. So the Jewish people wanted that they should once again learn from Hashem. So uh, he said that will be some way said that you'll have to wait for the future. Then the verse says, I'll place my Torah in their heart, and within them they won't forget Torah. So this is the, uh, the, the, the um, inner meaning that also writes in Tanya Pereklamazai. When a person learns Torah today with all his might and he puts all his energy in Tayra, he'll remember. The Gemara says in Edovin, Torah becomes arranged in a person's whole body. He will remember. So again, the point is that when Teyta becomes one with the person, because there's no more blockages, there's no animals, there's there's no there's no blockage of the animal soul or impure elements in the world which are blocking the Teyta from becoming internalized with him. So then the person, you know, becomes part of the person himself. There's nothing that he has to be be reminded about. So this is how we will deal with memory loss. It's Mashiach will. You'll learn title be such an experience it'll go straight to your heart, it won't be a way you will forget it. There's uh, many more things to speak about the future of learning Thayah, but we'll keep that for other classes. Hashem should help, we should merit the coming of Mashiach Take me Yad Mamash. Amen. Classic take is produced by Todalt's Podcast Productions, producers of the Daily Boost, the weekly for bringing, power for bringing and mashiach mindset audio. Available on all podcast platforms.